Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. My name is Vince Parker. I am your host, and I'm joined today with Doug Coward, the Life Group Life Missions Pastor at Life Church Edmond, and Hunter Threadco, the Youth Pastor at Life Church Moore. It's great to have you guys with us today. I hope you're excited to be here. I think it's going to be a good one. Yeah, thanks, Ben. Yeah, we appreciate you having us. Well, very good. Well, today, guys, we're going to be talking about community, and I figure, man, I don't know any guys who are better at it than the two of you. I've had a chance to actually work with Doug. He was on my team back when I was a campus pastor, and actually, Doug actually used to work with Hunter when he were on the Moore campus, so a lot of community going on here. But, uh, Doug, just start off, tell us, man, why does community matter to you? as a Christ follower is so important. Um, if you think about um, just God himself and you think about Jesus and who he was and the life that he lived, he modeled what it looked like to live in community um, versus isolation. Uh, I've seen in my life um, the best of the times that I've been through um, involved community, the worst of the times that I've been through involved community. Um, and as you surround yourself with people, God works in and through that. Um, and I cannot remember a time in my life where I have been super successful um, in isolation or by myself. And that's that's where the enemy yeah. tends to work, is, yeah. in, is in isolation. Um, and as we surround ourselves with community, with other like-minded people, um, and we're vulnerable and we share what we're going through, that's where God does his most and best work, I think. Yeah, very good. So, Hunter, you just had a newborn, Sophie, right? That's exciting. So what what's community like for you? Man, community is is huge to me. I think especially in the season that I'm in right now, we do. We have a five-month-old girl. And just like everyone else, there you know there are struggles and, and things that happen whenever you're going through a season of transition and change. And at some point, we all go through those seasons. And so for us, for my family, I know that community has been the thing that's gotten us through becoming new parents and doing it really well. And so like Doug said, you go through those valleys and through the really good times as well. And community has pulled us through and also helped us celebrate in those good times. Okay. That's exciting. That's exciting. That's very good. Now, when you think about community, Doug, you mentioned biblical community. How does one even go about getting it, finding it, discovering it? Yeah, as as you're looking for the right community, um, you, you I love this quote um, that says, "Show me your friends, and I'll show you your future." Um, that rings so true to me that that the people that you surround yourself with are the people that you're going to become like. So as you're as you're a Christ follower and you're figuring this thing out. Um, you're going to find really quickly that the more people that you bring alongside you, the better your journey is going to be. Um, one of the best ways to get into community is find someone that you see that is connected at your church, that you see them talking to people, um, and just ask the question of like, what does community look like for you? Um, mentorship is a really great way uh, to dive into that and actually start community. Um, and one of the best ways that I've gone about asking people to mentor me is, is really just seeing what they do, um, seeing what they're good at and how I want to grow and approaching them with great questions. Um, so always come and ask questions of people that you want to grow to become more like and invite more people into your growth process. Okay, very good. Very good. Hunter, what about you? So I know for me, all of my best friends were actually made in the context of church. And so I know when I started uh, at Life Church just a few years ago, I moved across the country and I didn't have really great community, right? Because I had moved so far. And so I quickly looked turning to life groups and community. And what I found was, like Doug said, I've surrounded myself with people who were on the same journey that I wanted to be on, how I wanted to grow closer to Jesus. And so what I did was I spent time with people 
who wanted to grow closer to Jesus. And so Switch for me was one of the best ways to do that because I was passionate about pursuing and helping students to pursue a relationship with Jesus. And so I surrounded myself with people, with other youth pastors, with other adults who were doing that same exact thing. And so it's just what Doug said, surround yourself with people who want, whose goals are the same things that yours was. That's what I did. And that's been pivotal. And that's been key in me uh, surrounding myself with people and growing closer in my relationship with Jesus. Yeah, and Hunter, I think you hit on something really good, too. As you're surrounding yourself with those people that you're trying to become more like, you'll actually see people that will come along behind there that you can actually turn around and lead uh, as well. And so it's kind of the the idea of, of who am I trying to become more like uh, in community and who can I bring along with me? So, Hunter, as a youth pastor, do you notice the difference between those who serve and switch the switch leaders who are in a life group versus those who are not in a life group? Absolutely, I do. And and. Here's the thing that I've seen time and time again is that if a leader may come to me and ask, hey, how, what is a way that I can get my switch group, my students to open up and to talk a little bit more? And oftentimes the answer that I give them is actually a question and that's, well, what does your community look like outside of switch? Are you in community? Are you in a group talking with other leaders? And it never fails that when a leader is like, man, I'm in a life group and I'm out, you know, outside of the church and I'm in community with other adults, their switch group is generally more open and they talk a little bit more. And so that's what I've seen with leaders who may not be in a group. Sometimes they have a little bit harder of a time to get those students to open up the way that they would want to. And so there's absolutely a difference between leaders who are in community and those who may not be yet. And you, you, uh, it's so true. Uh, you can't lead people to where you're oh, not so yourself. Good. So good. If you're not in community as a leader, it's really difficult to be able to lead those yeah. that you're leading to that place. And so I, I, same thing. I love that Hunter said that. It's You ask that question of what, what does it look like for you? Are you pursuing the things that you're trying to lead other people to? And if you're not, how can we go about doing that? That's very good. I, I agree 100%. How can you lead people to a spot that you've never been and how can you ask students to do life with others with you when you're not doing life uh, with others. So that's very good. So Doug, what are some things that you would say uh, to a switch leader who's looking for community? Like where is just the first place he can start? I know Hunter said, Hey, why don't you start with other switch leaders? Like that's a great spot. What Doug, what would you have to say about that? I would echo that a hundred percent. That is the first place that I would start is bringing those like-minded people um, around yourself. Because if you've got that push or that pull of, I need to grow as a leader, why not bring other leaders alongside of you? Um, and then, you know, at, at Life Church specifically, um, we've got the info wall where we've got life group leaders that are hanging out to where you can actually connect um, with other life group leaders. Most of our life groups ministries will have people that are specifically set aside at the info wall for you to ask questions of how do I get involved in a life group? And they are trained and ready to roll to be able to say, hey, here are your exact next steps of getting plugged into community so that you can grow. And maybe that community looks like um, other switch leaders. Maybe if you're married, it looks like jumping in a yeah. married group, pouring into your marriage. Um, no matter what it is, if you're if you're not involved in community, um, you're, 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 the kids that you're leading are going to smell that out really, really fast. And, and, and kids have a knack for understanding, man, if you're not where you're telling me to go, why would I go there anyway? And so being able to plug in and find that community, there's so many different ways. Um, there's there's the uh, the website that you can go to to find different kind of life groups. And there's, there's all kinds of things to be able to dive into. Maybe if biblical community, like we talked about earlier, maybe that scares you to jump into something like that. There are life groups that are revolved around different activities and sports and common interests and themes. And as you get um, acclimated to community, you'll actually see yourself growing in a way that maybe you never thought you would. Very good. So what I'm hearing you both say 
is that not only is it difficult to lead people to where you're not at, but it's difficult to get students because they'll smell it out to use your terms, Doug, to see that you're not community. Right. It's almost like switch isn't the place as an adult leader to find community with students. Like they're not right. the people you want to surround yourself with. Like you're there to be their guide, to be their leader, not to be their best friend. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that's so good because a lot of times what what we as adults want to do within Switch, you know, kind of on the other side of that is we want to be kind of like a boss. I find myself doing that sometimes is, hey, right. it's either I try to be just in community with students or I try to be their boss. And I think there's this middle ground that we have to find of mm-hmm. we're not just here to be in community with these students because while we are doing that, we're also here, like you say, to be a guide. We don't want to be the hero in these student stories. We want to be the guide. We want to point them towards that hero. And so what we've been talking about is how important it is for us to have that community so that students can look at us as being their guide of, oh, you know, Doug or Hunter or Vince or whoever my leader is, they're guiding me towards that community that ultimately God has called each of us to be in. So I think that's great. Yeah. And if you think about it, we're not going to be as their leaders, we're not going to be in their lives forever. Right. And so if they're dependent on us for community, um, that's eventually going to go away. But if, if they're dependent on us to show them how to find community for themselves, it's kind of like the whole, the whole adage of, of, you know, give a person a fish and, and they'll eat for a day, teach a person to fish and they'll eat for the rest of their lives. If we can model community to our students of what it looks like for us as leaders, it, it's going to leave a lasting impression on them students as they grow. Absolutely. And it's important for us to recognize too, that as adults, we're not in the same season of life as our students are in. And so what we want to do is we want to connect them to other people who are the same age or going through that same season. And as adults, we're just not able to do that just simply because of the age gap. So I'm hearing also that there's also a lot of similarities between uh, switch groups, students in groups together and, and life groups, adults doing life together. And obviously one of the things that I think about is, hey, if I show up to a life group or a switch group for the first time, you almost can't bully me into getting personal really quick. Like you get, I just can't show up and be like, hey, how you doing today, man? today I want to talk about your deepest wounds, Yeah. right? right? So what other similarities or things that you can take from being a life group or being in a life group and apply to being a switch group leader or things that you find to be similar that sometimes get mixed up where we as switch leaders think are different, but they're actually, they're the same. Yeah. um, Community that students can be in together, like you said, is is really similar to, um, to what community looks like for adults. Um, and as we, as, as I train and equip and empower life group leaders to, to be able to lead, I let them know up front of, Hey, there's going to be different people on different journeys that are going to come to your group. And, and as the leader, you've got to be able to understand where those people are, meet them where they are, um, and help empower and equip them to the point. It's kind of why I hit a little bit earlier on kind of the activity based groups. We, we see a lot of people that are like, you know, I don't want to go to a Bible study because I think that may be too much, but you know what? I'll go play basketball with a group of my friends. And what's what's amazing about that is the common theme between the two of those is intentional community. So good. Like you could be doing life, you could be doing so many other things with your time, but if you're if you're involved with a group of guys or girls or, or co-ed or whatever it looks like for you that are pursuing the same things, that's the number one like checklist on the box for community is that we're doing life in a positive direction, chasing after God. And then whatever it looks like moving forward from there, whether it's we want to go deeper in our spiritual journey, we decide that as 
as a group and move forward. So my group, um, I would I would tab it as a group-led group. I, my wife and I are technically the leaders of our life group, but it's really a group-led group. We want to we want to let our group say, hey, what, where do you guys want to go? Where how do you want to grow? Um, and then there's some seasons where we'll get into a study that's related to marriage um, or blended families, uh, and then there's sometimes we'll just get together and hang out and have a good time, um, especially in those seasons as we're welcoming new people to the group. We want to create an environment for new people um, that is completely welcoming. Um, and like like you said, you know, there's never going to be a time where we're going to throw somebody into a group and they're going to be like, hey, show me your sin nature. Tell me what tell me what's wrong with you right now. Uh, that's definitely not what we want to have people do. But we want people to grow with other people to where eventually they feel that point of vulnerability where these are my people and I can share things with them. Um, but that takes that's a process that takes time. But it does take a first step to be able to say, this is what I want. Absolutely. And I would just encourage our, if you're a switch group leader, just to recognize that it's not a loss. Like the night is not a failure. If you end a night of switch thinking like we didn't talk about the message at all. We didn't really talk about anything other than just hanging out in our switch group. That's okay. There are times that that's what switch groups really need, especially for those first time students who may be in a group. Sometimes you just need to take a minute and just hang out with your group because next steps for students' faith journey, that takes time. And so don't count it as a loss if at the end of a night of switch, you haven't really talked about anything. You've just hung out because those nights are great nights and they're necessary for students to start to, you know, to open up to you and to the rest of the students in the group. So what I hear you both saying is that it's okay to just simply do life together. Absolutely. And so no matter what the message might be about it at switch, if a bunch of sixth grade boys are like, you know what, this new Fortnite scan came out hundred percent, and they want to talk about it. You're like, you know what? That, that might be applicable for tonight, especially if you're their brand new switch group leader, right? And so as you're getting to know people, then like you said, Doug, they will open up and share. Am I correct? Yeah, absolutely. So as you, it's all about creating trusted relationships. Community is all about trusted relationships. I'm not going to open up to someone that I don't know very well, but the relationship like that you and I events have, I'm going to open up to you because we have that trusted relationship that I know, I know that I can trust you. And that wasn't built overnight. That was built with just day by day of, Hey, I'm here for you. I care about you. I'm going to meet you where you are. Uh, and, and that's, that's what community is all about and, and finding, finding those entry points for people. Um, to say, hey, th- this is where I'm at, and then having a leader that's like, you know what, that's where I'm going to meet you, and we're going to grow together. So when you create those trusted relationships, I'm imagining it's not simply by telling them what they you think they want to hear, but you're listening to them. Is that correct, Hunter? Absolutely. You've, you've got to listen. And and as, as adult leaders, one of the things that we have to make sure is, like we talked about earlier, we're not just here to be their friends. We're here to let them be real with us. We're not listening to to talk, you know, we're not just taking in the words that they're saying so that we can give them a response because the responses may be different for every single student. So listening is one of the most important parts of being a switch group leader is really listen to what this kid, these students are saying, because sometimes what they're saying are, isn't really even the words that's coming out of their mouth. You got to listen to their emotions and how they're saying what they're saying. That's one of the most important parts of being a great switch group leader. Man, that's great stuff, man. So let me kind of summarize some things I believe I've heard from both of you today. Feel free to stop me. Uh, community is hugely important. Like uh, you want to surround yourself with other people, like-minded people, uh, chasing after God, excited about that. Uh, if you're a switch leader, students are not your community. They are part of a community that right. you're a guide for, but you're not, they're not the ones that you want to use as your support system. You're there to be their support. 
And in order for you to be a great Switch Group leader, man, it's highly recommended that you are also in your own community. And a great place to find that if you don't have a Switch Group community is with Switch Group leaders uh, right now. Just go up there, talk to them, and say, hey, man, I'd love to do life with you. Or like Doug says, the website uh, or there's the, the wall. If you attend Life Church, you can go up to the wall, the info wall on the weekend. There's lots of great life group leaders there that will connect with you. Uh, but most importantly, people grow in trusted relationships, and it takes time to get to trusted relationships. Man, I just want to thank you both so much for being here today. I know switch leaders are being impacted all through this and because of your conversation. Anything, guys, you want to add before we go here today? No, that's it, man. I, I really appreciate that. And just the, the level of community um, depends on your commitment, right? It depends on where you want to go with it. And as a switch group leader, um, you're already recognized as a leader on the campus. So know that you are empowered to be able to lead in community. If you feel like God is calling you to start um, start community, man, a life group may be your next step of doing that. And Life Church can equip you and empower you and show you exactly uh, how you can do that. So you can model that community to your students really well. Absolutely. You know, community, the community that we see at Switch will only be as good as the community that we have as the adult leaders attending. And so it's, it's an honor to be able to lead students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And we're going to model the way in the community aspect by being in that ourselves. Well, Hunter, Doug, thank you both for being here today on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Uh-huh.